Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. excited to have Pauline Ryland joining me on Enlightened Conversations today. For those of you who don't know Pauline, Pauline Ryland is aka the Intimacy Whisperer and works as an intimacy and sex coach and educator. She is a certified somatic sexology body worker and a certified tantra teacher and facilitator and also a certified master trainer and master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming or NLP for short, advanced subconsciousness reprogramming, uh, Ericsson hypnotherapy, and a results coach and performance consultant. So amongst other things, this wonderful woman is out there advocating how to be liberated with our sexuality and be okay with that and learn how to connect with each other and ourselves through our sex practices. Thank you for joining us so much. It's so wonderful to have you, Pauline. Thank you. It's exciting to be here and have a chat with you. And I'm curious to see what unravels and where we go, where we end up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I find it's a, a little bit like exploring sex, uh, enlightened conversations, because when people want to be on the show and to be open to whatever comes through spirit to drop in, in the conversation for us. I, I feel like it's a bit like that with sex as well, because when we turn up to be present and we're really um, connecting with the person that we're with, even if that's just ourselves, yeah. um, what we're doing is we're creating that space to allow the healing, the energy, whatever we're meant to be experiencing to come through rather than think, you know, rather than creating the script of how it should go. We're really opening up to, and that's why I love doing this show actually, because I'm really opening up to what is, what is, it's like an adventure, isn't it? It's like a, every time it's a different experience, you just never know what's going to happen. That's right. Uh, but that was a really good point that you raised about being present. And that's one of the things that the majority of people aren't when they're having sex. They're not present. They're so disconnected. We're so disconnected from ourselves as a society and with all the influences that we have with porn and all those sorts of things that that's part of the work that I do is getting people back into their bodies and connecting and feeling instead of being in the doing mode of sex because it's two different things. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, so is. And, and it, it's, it's wonderful to shed the light on that. I think that, that people are becoming much more aware of that um, as human beings, as spiritual beings, I should say, uh, yeah. living this human experience, though, I find that more and more people, um, are they get to a point or they get to a crisis in their life where they feel I'm really disconnected from my body. I really want to feel reconnected to my body. And the reason why I think people are so disconnected from their body is because they stop feeling or they stop wanting to feel and they drop out of their body and they float above their body and then the minute yeah. they want to start to heal or they start to uh, become a bit more interested in being present or mindful or meditation or whatever, all of a sudden, wham, they hit their body and then all these feelings that they haven't processed start to present themselves. Oh, Do you find... Yeah, because everyone is really good at stuffing the emotions down and stuffing all the feelings down and at some point it's got to bubble up. I had a client I worked with that used some references to the training that he had that, you know, you put all your emotions in a, in a basketball hoop. And I said, yeah, okay, great. So it's getting a little bit full now. Don't you need to empty it? And it was like this revelation. And I'm like, going, is that common sense? Like you're going to stuff it down. There's a point where it's going to abrupt. And uh, that's what happens with a lot of people, and that's when they start seeking out someone like myself to help them through that. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. um, I think it's great. I think it, it, it um, yeah, it's a journey. I think people learn so much about different aspects of themselves when they're allowing themselves to explore that journey as well, because. Yeah. You know, it's not as simple as I have a sexual self and it's going to heal. It's, it's, is it? It's, it's, it's so, so not about that at all. It's, 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 it's so about the holistic nature of our whole 
every part of our personality really when we're connecting on that intimate level. Yeah, totally. It's not just, you know, everyone can do the friction based set, you know, that's whether they do it well or not in one thing. But uh, working with connection and being present and essential energy and even understanding what that is and how they can bring that into their sex life um, and then combining that whole sort of mind, body and spirit is a very different journey to what we most people know or most people have had any education or lack of education around. So that is where the problem starts to lie and I guess that's where I come in with those sorts of things. Yeah. Well, I, I like to ask people this um, yeah. kind of when when I've heard a little bit about their story and, and I know a little about them and, and I want to know kind of more about what's current and what's running for people. I, I, I like to ask the question, what's floating your boat at the moment? Um, so what's floating your boat at the moment? I'm curious. Floating my boat in general, yeah? Well, I guess in general, my, floating my boat is my fitness. That's something I'm really passionate about and I took it to a new level um, last year at the end of September and decided to compete in body sculpting. So I'm actually in training for that and um, that's what's really floating my boat at the moment because I've not got my first comp in about eight weeks. Oh my God, Pauline, go I rocket. I know, so it's pretty insane. My body's been changing dramatically. I've got muscles where I didn't know but as I have muscles. And wow. just in that final now, getting into that, the nitty-gritty of really shredding down to the stage. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's so that's, like, that's pretty, pretty consuming on a, on a personal level, what I'm doing there. Definitely. I can imagine. I'm a, I yeah. can imagine. Do you find, too, like, when it comes to shedding, like, that, because often when we lose, like, strip away um, excess um, uh, muscle, not muscle so much, but when we shed excess weight and, and things like that, um, mm. that the cellular memories um, are more exposed and, and that, that more realisations come through around stuff that needs to present itself. We're not so, like, the way I look at it is sometimes when we're letting go of that excess weight that it's um the etheric body or the protection that has um contained the astral forces or the suppressed emotions or the unresolved emotions or the unresolved imprints imprints from a past life or the unresolved what is and it's like that sort of sheath is thinned back and then the astral or the feeling is more revealing itself and 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 less contained and have you found any of that with the shedding process like any new kind of stuff coming through? Yeah, I guess for me, the shredding's been very gradual. I mean, I started six months ago, so it's just been very gradual depletion of, of food. And it's not really depletion of foods because I'm still eating a hell of a lot. Um, however, now he's starting to pull food back. My, my trainer's starting to pull food back. Still not that much. I'm still eating a lot more than others by comparison because I've been very consistent with my my lot of everything just fat and, and, and um, body fat and weight um, but definitely you know more in tune with my body it's whether I listen to my body or not but definitely more in tune and having more awarenesses and um, I guess my focus is just so there it doesn't phase me um, you know like I, I can go out to a friend's for dinner or barbecue and I'll just take my little food pack and they all get that that's what I'm doing. They all tell me I'm very boring at the moment. But yeah. that's okay because I'm really focused with what I'm doing. So it's just more about, for me, I, I think, because I know what's coming as the food does back off, to be able to have that mindset of no matter what I'm giving to my food, it's still enough. It's still enough for me to function. It's still enough for me to do my day-to-day -day activities and work. It's still enough for me to go and train because in reality, we can go for days without food, but we're so conditioned to food. So I'm very aware of the mindset part of that connection and how if that starts to get an issue, I know what I need to do to, to address that. So I'm pretty cruising with it pretty, pretty well. <laughs> What 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 um sort of got you into it? Like what, what was leading you there? What do you what 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 sort of tweaked you? 
I'm like, really, Spirit? Um, yeah, this is my, my training has kicked into a really good level. I was feeling amazing and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, maybe I should do something with this. Maybe I should start a sport. And I'm going, oh, but my age, you know, what am I going to start as a sport, you know? I'm no basketball player or, you know, anything like that. And then this came in. It, it came in about 10, 15 years ago and I was just looked at it briefly and said no. But it kept coming in and I'd look at it, have a question with my trainer and then I'd park it. But it kept coming back and I'd park it. And it just kept coming in and out to the point where it was just like it was in my face. And I'm like, okay, spirit, you're showing me this for a reason. I have no idea why. I need to really go and ask some more questions and investigate it further. And so that's what I did and went, met a couple of trainers. And the second trainer, he just sort of said, well, have a think about it. And out of my mouth without even any field or thought, I said, let's do it. And I went, oh, okay. It's like we're doing it. And I'm like, okay, spirit, you win. So I just know that when spirit's banging, knocking on the door like that, that you've got to listen. There's a reason. Whether you understand it or not at the time is irrelevant. So that's Yeah, what, I understand that. Oh, my like God. <laughs> So get that, Pauline. It's really yeah. So, yeah, by choice, you know, probably on the, on this level, I probably wouldn't have chosen it, but definitely um, in spirit guides, you've got to do that. I did what we lead, yeah, leading. Yeah, you froze a little bit, so that's cool. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Totally relate to what you're saying. Absolutely yeah. relate to it, 100%. Because um, you don't live in the spirit at all, do you, Michelle? Have they given you the sort of full piece of the picture yet as to why you're walking the journey of the body sculpting or do you have little snippets, yeah, that no. you don't know yet? Okay, that's you cool. You know, on one level, I'm, I know I'm doing it to show people that, hey, you can be a certain age and still rock it and... As a, I guess, as a mentor, a model that that you know you can reach a certain age, and it's not the decline, decline in the end of the world that you can still, you know, look amazing. Like I'm not going to look like this forever, but that you can still, you know, have goals and achieve them, even if they seem unattainable. I know from people around me that I know the comments and feedback that I'm getting that I'm actually really inspiring a lot of people. My gym tra my trainer actually says to me, oh, I've been telling everyone how old you are. And I go, stop it. It's <laughs> <laughs> really because it's inspirational for the young girls that they see someone like you. So they know yeah. that that's going to be like that. I go, okay, fine, but stop telling the guys because you don't want to turn the guys off. <laughs> In case they go, oh, I'm not going to date her. Oh, she's that old? Maybe not. <laughs> so I've had a bit of a tease around that. So that, I guess, is one thing that comes through, but it's just really about, it feels really great to be at my peak in health and fitness. That awesome. is so cool. I don't know how old you are. I'm, I'm curious now. Are you allowed to no, say? No, no. Over 50, put it that way. Cool bananas. I'm 47 in April this year, yeah. 2017. Nice. And I'm excited about that. Um, I'm not really interested so much in... Um, society's projections of ageism and what you should be doing when at what time okay. and that kind of stuff. I feel that um I mean I have had people even contact me and say would be would you be interested in you not know, representing our brand of you know this that makes you look younger and all that and I think well do I really want to be anti-wrinkle purse that girl uh, no I don't and you know I'm all for self-care I'll put creams yeah. on and I'll do all that. But I think when you put your name behind something that is perhaps advocating ageism um, in some respect because yeah. because it's about, oh, look younger and, oh, I did this and I looked younger. And I just think, mm, nah, I, I don't want to beat up on that part of me that is happy to have her wrinkles and also have, you know, self-care. Um, yeah. But... That, and that's a process, you know, we're all going to get grey hair, we're all going to get wrinkles, we're all going to get bloody skin, we're, you know, like that's part of the natural ageing process. And, you know, it does take a bit to adjust to that as things start to shift and change, but it's also what I find that really comes from a place of empowerment within, of being really confident within who you are, what you're about, how you walk your path and your journey. And so all of that's just 
the superficial stuff really and and when you're making connections with people I, I know you are as well as I am about making really deep connections that sort of stuff just doesn't even come into it yeah. it's the stuff and there's so many especially women that are so influenced by that and you know the point where they have create like who's going back into sexual stuff, but where they go and have things like like labiaplasty because they don't think their their um, vulvas look nice, and it's like that's the most insane thing anybody could do, and this is all because of what's portrayed out there by media and society about what is perfect and what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Yeah, go rock the flaps, I say. <laughs> Totally. And I think part of that is because there's no education around it. That's one thing that I do do. Um, and, you know, porn has a big influence in that because everything's airbrushed. You're not allowed to see anything. And so women think, oh, God, there's something wrong with me. Or a man that they're with will tell them yuck because that's not what they're used to because of what they've been seeing in porn. It's pretty sad when it gets down to that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's awesome to be the voice behind... Um, the voice of reason when it comes to this, because where where we when there's a lot of images, especially through the porn industry, oh, yeah. the younger generation, and I have watched documentaries around this as well, and and seen how it affects girls' young minds as well. Mm. That oh, I'm not I'm not normal. Oh, oh, you can actually see some lips there, and it's like that's not okay. It's like it's so so it's such a load of rubbish to yeah. you know that's rubbish really and but but because of the sense impressions because that's a lot of what is being seen yeah. they don't actually they don't actually realize that there's actually that's actually dysfunctional and they mm. don't see it as a dysfunction and so i think it's really awesome what you're doing being that bigger voice that says actually yeah. let's do some re-education guys because guess what you know there are freaking so many different vaginas that look so many different ways and that's yeah. all so amazingly beautiful um, yeah. that let's re-educate us on that and not only that, I mean, the whole feeling um, element of it as well um, because how we're all put together, um, yeah. we all feel so differently in different ways. I know that for myself. I know yeah. that because, you know, we share our stories as girls um, and we share what what we feel and how we feel, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, we all feel really differently and because we're all put together differently and to honour that and to respect that and to get to know that and have a relationship with that. And I think that's really important. Yeah, it is. And that's probably one of the biggest defining things with the women that I work with around anything to do with their, their sexual problems, whether they've got no libido or like not having an orgasm or whatever's going on for them, one of the biggest things is their self-love and self-value that's not there. And so teaching them how to, to bring that back in and connect and love themselves in, in all aspects. And that's where I do a lot of my mindset work in that area. At the same time as doing, you know, sort of a bit like a parallel universe that I run with my clients. It's working on the mindset but then teaching them and educating and stuff and getting them connecting and doing whatever is required in that department. But that would be the biggest thing, self-worth, lack of, lack of value within yourself and, and lack of confidence. It's, it's just paramount. Yeah, and, and it's, are you doing work with like younger people as well or is it just um, above 18? Uh, how's that yeah. working for you? All ages. You know, everyone goes, what's your target market? And I go, well, you know, initially when I started the work it was women, but I get men and I get couples and I get... A variety of ages with a variety of different problems from, you know, I've worked with 21-year-olds 21, 21 that have had issues, you know, a young girl that I met at Woodford last year that, that had self-worth, self-loathing, she'd done the anorexia journey, um, had never experienced orgasm, lots of stuff. Got her yeah. through that, experiencing orgasm, you know, to a young man that had, had, had been, you know, abused as a young boy and had lots of issues and hang-ups too. But my oldest client being 74 who um, was experiencing painful sex with her husband and, and working at that. So it's, it's, it's every spectrum and everything's in between. So I'm just open I I love how you're so active um, with what you're doing and you find creative ways to 
get what you're doing out there as well. And I'm really excited by that because I feel like um, I see you not so much as a coach. I know that's what you call yourself, but yeah. I see I see you more as an activist. And mm. because it feels to me when I look at certain people, I can see within their soul and within their purpose that 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 this is this is like something's activated like so big time and it may not be something that you set out to do and I think in your case it wasn't actually ever something that was on your radar to set out to do and you fell into it a bit like me with everything I'm doing which I just fell into activism as well but I feel like it's 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 that impulse behind your work that yeah. is 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 creating an energy of awakening across the planet and i really want to commend you on it pauline because you are an, you're an unstoppable force to be reckoned with when it comes to all of this um an awakening force and i want to i want to set um that that i'm really extraordinarily um supportive of everything that you're doing and, and, and extraordinarily um uh excited about what you're doing as well and how you're doing it and i'm sure there are gonna, there's gonna be so many more ways that you know that will come to pass as well I'm, I'm 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 seeing lots of glorious ways that comes to pass so that's kind of interesting um have you got a sense of that for yourself as well a little bit of an adventure you're on the ride and yeah definitely i mean i think the last couple of years have been things have really taken off and you know being able to get out there and speak to huge crowds you know starting in for last year and doing a couple of talks, the capacity was over 350 people. I mean, that was massive, sprawled out and jammed in and sprawled out in the grass and they'd never had an attendance like that at a city of their talks ever. And then that sort of just started that snowball with Mind, Body, Spirit Festival and, and different things. And then now this year's just kicked off dramatically as well. I mean, I've already been booked for eight speaking opportunities. Um, took them at one event, which will be very, which will be massive um, later in the year. and, and just been handed this radio program, this live coaching program, uh, or radio program rather, and I can see that's got legs that will take off as well. And I get a sense that there's little threads going from everywhere and, and the possibilities are quite endless. So yeah, that's exciting because for me, it's about getting the message out there and, and education is, is one of the key things that's run all around. So whether I'm doing it one-on-one -on -one in, in a coaching type environment, or doing it on the mat and speaking because when you do it on the mat you're hitting more ears so therefore you're making more change so that also is, is really exciting to do that i'm, yeah. I'm really interested to hear more about your radio program because i know i heard it in passing um yeah. and i'm like oh and i and at the time i was like oh i'd like to know more about that and i haven't can yeah. you can you expand on that for me sweetheart so i can understand yeah, sure. what you're doing so um, last year I was interviewed by a lady I met at a luncheon um, and she had, had a radio program called Coach on Fire Radio and would step up and speak out with her title of her show. And we did that interview and that was fun and then about, I don't know, six months later she contacted me and she said, look, they're looking for more um, uh, coaches to have more radio spots, is it something you'd be interested in? And I went, well, possibly. Who do I talk to and we'll go from there. So um, the producer of the show from San Diego contacted me and we had a conversation. And he'd only been going for a year with 10 coaches and the coaches that he has on board are all about doing transformational work in whatever their actual niche is. And he said, look, I've listened to your, your interview. It's amazing. I'd love to have someone like you on talking about what you talk about. I think that's a really huge opportunity and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And gave me some stats and I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. So basically it's my show. It's called Intimacy Whisper, which I think is awesome. Because it's getting my business name and branding out there because it's my business name. Um, and it's broadcast. Uh, so in the States, people can phone in live in Australia and anywhere else it's via Facebook message. You know, I've only had two shows, but basically it's my show. I can do whatever I like with anything to do with intimacy, sex, relationships and anything and everything in between. So it's a matter of finding people to interview as well and bringing it back in around the sexual area, but also looking at people that are doing things differently to me, of course. Um, and then, you know, I could, if one week I don't have anybody to interview, I could just do, okay, today we're talking about porn and just do a lesson on that. Or today we're talking about libido, tune in. So 
I've got total freedom with what I want to do and where I want to take it. So I'm looking at, I've got a couple of people from the States that are very big, uh, huge, actually, geared up to come on the show. And I think that will be good because that will kick off the following because it will get people in the States actually ringing in. That, that those calls will not, those shows won't go without people ringing in. So that will start that momentum happening. So we've got a lot of couple of dates in on that. So that's pretty exciting. And fun. And a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, am I working today? Really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's fun. It's just me trying to be one step ahead of going, who's the next person that I'm having? Because it's all live, so I've got to get it all locked in. And, and uh, at least I don't have to do any of the marketing. Um, I just hand the bio and everything over to the producer and he puts the marketing together. So it's like that part, at least I don't have to worry about cancel it and then just promote yeah, it. So yeah, very exciting. That's awesome. It feels to me like it's really giving you the space to allow spirit to come through and to guide what, you know, whether there's someone on the show or not, what you're meant to talk about, what's needed out there in, you know, in the, in the, um, what's needed out there. Cause you know, often that's, that's why we do a certain show is because we're being called to speak to something that's really running for a lot of people as well. You probably find that in the work you do. Yeah. You find that yeah, collectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exciting, sweetheart. And, and, um, and I'm glad you're enjoying it because uh, it's, it's certainly very, um, it's awesome being, being able to have the freedom to, to be you. And, yeah. and, and, and yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm talking and about my like, favourite subject, so you know, I have to get better than that, really. <laughs> exactly, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And so, where can people tell people where they can um, find your show, darling, so that they yeah. got a website? Okay, well, if they follow my Facebook page, which is Intimacy Whisperer, um, they'll always get the link up for the show when it's advertised because it's usually advertised about three, four days before. Um, it happens on a Tuesday fortnightly basis at 9am Queensland time. Um, and if they want to listen to replays, they can go to my website, which is just paulanneryland.com, and I've got um, a, a link there, uh, live radio, and they can go in and listen to the previous um, interviews that I've done. Well, so far there's only one up because I've actually done two. So I'm waiting for the, um, the second one to come through and then I can put that link up. Um, so yeah, that's how they can find me and follow all of that and, and listen in and go from there. Oh, that's awesome, sweetheart. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's. And what else are you up to this year? So you've got a few. Where can people find you too? Because um, I know, I know that we are, you know, in Australia, you and I, and we both we are in the same time zone. So that's different. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lady from the US yesterday. I've got one from the US today. Different. One from Arizona yesterday, one from Utah today. today. I had New Zealand the day before yesterday. It's all over the place. Luckily, we're in the same time zone. That's nice. Yeah. But what kind of events are you doing so people can find you? Um, we've got lots of people who are watching the show who are in Queensland and yeah. all over. Okay, so we'll be at Mind Body Spirit Festival in um, March, which is actually one weekend before my comp. So um, that'll be very interesting. Uh, and I checked with my trainer if that was cool because I said I won't be doing any training that weekend. Um, so I will be at Mind Body Spirit Festival. I'll have a stand there so people can find me there. I'm not sure if I have another speaking engagement there or not yet. I haven't found out with that one. But I had so much success last year there and I did speak, but I still think it was worth worthwhile going and having another stand there this year. Um, I will be speaking at locally at Caloundra somewhere down that way, Paramundi, I think, at an event on the 27th of April. So if people jump on my page, they'll find out about that when it's time to promote that. I'm speaking up at, um, around the corner from me at Marcula at the wellness event centre with our lady Catherine puts that on. Uh, at a time in June, I haven't set that date yet. It's too far away for me to think of at the moment with everything else going on. Um, yeah. And um, and later on the year I'll be at Sexpo as well, so that's where I'm doing uh, I'm doing six talks there, and I'll have a stand there. It's my first time at, at, at Sexpo, so that would be really interesting um, being in that environment as well. Um, otherwise, I work from home uh, or via Skype with clients all around wherever wherever they are, 
They can do sessions on Skype, don't need to come to me in person or come to my room to, where I live at Marcola. Yeah. Awesome, sweetheart. And also, um, so you've, you've got Intimacy Whisperer, is it .com or .com.au? Just wanted to clarify that one for people. I'm .com, but if, if you just Google my, if you Google, if you Google Intimacy Whisperer, you'll find me, but my website's actually paulinemyron.com. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. That's good. Um, and also I wanted to ask you, because we've got a little bit of time left, and I want, I'm curious, as, you know, I always think my guests think this is an interview and it's not. Um, I know we're doing something absolutely completely different with Enlightened Conversations, and it's yeah. more about me getting together literally with our cuppers and having a bit of a chin wag. Um, yeah. Is there anything that, you, that you're curious about that you want to talk to about me or anything like that? I, I don't have anything pressing that I feel like I'm, oh, I need to tell, because right, sometimes I come on here and I'm like a puppy dog and I've got all this stuff that I have to tell that came through that day. I, I don't I don't have any of that going on today. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I need to open it up for Pauline to ask me any questions or something you might be curious about because I'm, I'm an open book, so I, yeah. I'm happy to share anything. Yeah, I think um, I, I sort of see a lot of you on Facebook and we haven't had that much FaceTime face connecting, but there is a connection there with us. So I really get what you're about and I love um, that you are so open to listening to what Spirit is telling you. It's like, oh, I just want a little bit more of that, please. Um, you know, to open myself up even more. And it, it comes, it does come a lot, a lot more than what it was last year ago. Um, I'm curious about the book that you're doing that I know I, I've, I've um, contributed my life story to. Uh, so wondering how that's going and when you're looking at getting that happening uh, and putting that together. So I guess that would be a question straight off uh, for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I had this like, because um, I, I do what I'm told when I'm told to do it. So I got told to um, put enlightened sexuality out there as, um, as a book that is a collective of stories. And mm. I was, I, I had the cutoff date as of submission guidelines of the 31st of December, 2016. Yeah. And I got a few through, but then I was shown that what I'm going through right now, which is Enlightened Conversations, was um, uh, gonna be made into a movie. So I'm kind of feeling like I'm living that movie just at the moment. And so I have, I have this beautiful relationship with Enlightened Sexuality, um, that I feel is is almost like going to stand on the shoulders of enlightened conversations because it feels like yeah. what, what I'm creating. Can you feel this energetically, Pauline? Like what yeah. what um, what is being created? I shouldn't even use the words what I'm creating. It's just like what I'm turning up for and what's being created underneath me here. Feels like the length and breadth of it is so massive, and that it's going to support all these other things to to come through. And so then I was when I got told that, that Enlightened Conversations was already a film and it's already being made into a film and as we're doing our shows, it's part of the whole process of the film, I'm like, okay, um, which I'm not even technically writing, but I got, you know, <laughs> doing, obviously. Um, and then they were showing me that, that uh, because of the experience that I'll be gaining through this process, that Enlightened Sexuality may well be a movie script and a film and a documentary. So they're actually showing me just like I would have ever imagined that. Like when I first pitched the whole idea about the book, it wasn't something that was kind of really like, like yeah, this could do, like wasn't really there. Although on some level I knew I'd be making movies in my 50s, I, I would, I'd say things in jest, you know, but I never really thought this would actually happen. So for me, I feel it's got a little life of its own, as you probably know, sex, sexuality and the energies around that do. And I feel like um, I've also been shown since that time that as a film producer making movies, their spirit's actually showing me how to do that because I've never gone to a film school to learn how to do that. But yeah. they are actually showing me in my if you like naivety or in my uh, untainted view of how we can do things, they're actually showing me different ways to connect up um, energies to feed into that film. So to anyone, so here we are on Enlightened Conversations announcing what I've been told without announcing it to anyone else and I'm announcing it to you. Um, so it's kind of interesting 
that you ask me that question because I think upstairs wanted this to come out this way because I had no plans. No and plans. It's something that's percolating, but you're not, not even really fully aware that it's percolating, if that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they show me, like, I was, I, was, I was talking to another filmmaker the other day and we were talking about how the filmmaking experience, like, right now, it's so deliberately different but people don't realize how it is yet and so but we were actually I was saying well I got this idea she's like I got this idea and we're like mm. so there are ways that we're putting things together being woven by spirit that are completely different and haven't been done before and so I'm <laughs> without being sounding too too um that sounds a little bit uh what's the word uh ambiguous or something like that but what I'm saying is is that they're showing me how to do that with enlightened conversations right now. And I yeah. feel like I have, if you like, a, um, a lot of um, uh, experience of how we do that when it comes to enlightened sexuality. I feel like really good about it being a movie because I, or a humanitarian documentary, however we want to look at it. Because for me, it feels like, like it is activism work and it feels like, you know, you were, you're an integral, feels to me like you're an integral part of that. And I feel like that, is why I value what you're doing so much because you put your heart and your soul and you into your work. It has yeah. absolute passion. It has absolute drive behind it. It has absolute growth and healing that you have walked and gone through yourself through it. And that's what makes it alive. Yeah. And you're not just that person that goes, this is a good way to connect with each other on a sex level. Like you're not that person. Yeah. Um, it's alive and it's living and breathing. So in answer to your question, I feel like you're, you're an integral part of that because you asked the question as well as giving me, as well as giving me, as well as being one of the people that give, has given me some information to put through that into the yeah. now field. Cool. Wow. Well, exciting time to head for you too. <laughs> Definitely exciting times for you as well. So, yeah, look, it's all about, I think, you know, as we... As we expand and grow, I guess in all aspects, things out there just evolve and, and grow with us. Like, you know, I guess an example was when I first started my training as an NLP practitioner, I had the vision that I wanted to one day walk out on stage talking to a huge crowd with the theme song from Salt and Pepper, let's talk about sex, baby, just you and me, not that I'll start thinking. Um, and that was like in the back of my head that that's something that I would love to do. And there I was, I was actually doing it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing what I what I had as a, as a, wow, that would be an amazing thing to do, not ever believing that it would actually ever happen. Five years ago, so it's like, well, what else is possible? I've done that now, so why haven't I even thought about that because I've evolved and grown and become who I am and stepped into more of who I am, what else is, is coming? Like, I don't even know. And that's, that's the exciting part about it. So just, I guess, being really open to what presents, um, I think, is, is key. And looking at all the opportunities and going with what works and what doesn't work. And, yeah. Yeah. Keeping that, that antenna of awareness open, I think, is very important. And still continue with the work that I'm doing and, you know, I'm contemplating doing another study later in the year but I'm just not sure if I can squeeze it in or not and it's with one of my mentors that had a major impact on my sexological bodywork training. She is a pelvic floor specialist um, in her work and with scar remediation work and that's where I've learned how to work with uh, women that have experienced pain and having sex and so she's doing it in the state she, she has done or not quite completed like her master's thesis on all of this work and she's put together brand new training so i'm like going, oh i just I really like to do that but I'm, i just I, I can't even think about it yet i'll just have to wait for more last minute to see if it's really a direction that i want to go in to expand on yeah. that area because it's, it's such amazing profound work that and so many women don't know that there's actually some really simple answers those sort of unexplained painful experiences that they have. So, yeah. Yeah. I've got to think about that one. Mm. Oh, well, um, I'm, I'm, I feel like that will be very clear for you <laughs> as you roll on your year because 
You know what I find, Pauline, is that often the things we think we want to do are the things that on some level we already kind of know and if we're in that situation, spirit will channel it through and then the things that we don't think we need to do like over here that might be calling us other things that we need to do when the time comes and and yeah. and we don't know that you know it's almost like spirit goes okay i'll whip out the answer now it's that one picking box number four you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like with the training it was like i kept getting the nudge and i'm like really you know it's the point where it was like it was like banging it was like right there in my face i'm like okay looks like that's what i'm doing got no idea why exactly i love that i'm doing it so i'm sort of allowing the year to unravel because i've got a lot of stuff to get through before i even get to that point of potentially doing that training and it's like well you know i might miss out on a few hundred dollars savings by booking it now it's like what's only a few hundred dollars who cares you know i need to know that i actually where I'm meant to be going and the direction I'm meant to be heading, you know, like I could be heading to America, like there's lots of yeah. things on part. So just don't exactly. know what yeah. Exactly, sweetheart. It's it's I think it's like, you know, I have this saying that um, you know, and you and I are big on this, I know this, that willingness is a big deal. Like free will and willingness yeah. and turning up, big deal. Yeah. We know and um but I have this saying that um and, I, and this happens to me a lot, I've got to tell you, because I'm a very willing person, Pauline. Yes. I will be willing because I feel like if I'm not willing, it's not serving me or anyone else. So I'll be very willing and then spirit will shut me down and go, no, not that option. So I, I'm actually, instead of being in the, oh, oh, should I, shouldn't I, should I, should I, it's like, no, actually just be willing. Okay, I'm willing to do the training. Okay, just block me. Block me if I'm not meant to do it because I'm willing to do it. You know, yeah. and it's, you know, know. Or, yeah, or show me, show me what it is that you do want and I'll just, I'll just stay in that space of willingness uh, without taking on the energy of how I'm going to accomplish all that or anything. I'll just be willing and then yeah. you will be showing me the clarity. And the, the other thing is that I feel like we, if we don't know, then it's actually that we're not meant to know at that time and that's perfect. So, yeah. you know, and it's good to be in that space. I had a, uh, a mentor and teacher say to me, you know, she would ask me questions about something that I was involved in because I put a hold on something. And she said, So, where are you at? And I said, You know, I don't really know. And she goes, You know, it's okay. It's okay to be in the unknowing. That's okay. And it's true. It's like I'm just past it for the moment. I don't know if it's a yay or a nay, or I'm going to come back to it, or I'm finishing with it. And, she, and her, her response was, was just perfect, that it's okay to be in the unknowing and just go with it. And at some point, the unknowing will, will become clear that, it, that you become into a space of knowing that this is the way I'm going to go or this is the way I'm going. And yeah. it was perfect. And so I, I sat in that space for over 12 months and then the, the answer came to me. Yeah, and I love that. Um, I think that we're... We, we open ourselves up to the biggest possibilities when we have the combination of willingness and mm. then also openness, like open-mindedness, about yeah. the, what it actually, how it should, or should, but for want of a better word, but is meant to unfold through our highest right. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's a funny example, but, you know, we're talking about this. It's like, well, if enlightened sexuality becomes a humanitarian documentary, you're already in a movie and you didn't even know it just because you're willing to put forward some information for a book. I mean, that's how it works, right? It's like spirits actually doing, like, the orchestration at this level and it's okay to be down here doing the walkie-walkie until we're meant to see the next act appear, if you like, you know, on the stage of... The lot of our lives um and just i think it's important to let go and be in surrender around a lot of stuff because otherwise i think too pauline and you probably feel this too is that when you get to a point where you are attracting a lot of opportunities to you sometimes it can feel really overwhelming or you go oh my god which one do i choose oh, blah, 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 instead of just sitting back chilling out and going okay spirit next you know and, and yeah. just sort of Next clear one, please. You know, next clear one. Uh, it's yeah. a different energy. And it's just also trusting your knowing, too, of what feels right for you. And, 
and using whatever tools you have in your kit to tune into the things that are being presented and feeling into the energy of different things and, and I look at, you know, if I do it, how's it going to affect me in five years, ten years? And you don't really have a solid answer, but it's feeling into that energy of it. And I guess that's, that's one tool that I, I do definitely work with, especially when faced with big, big decisions that I'm unsure about. That yeah. really helps to do that. But I want to share with you really quickly too, because uh, it just popped into my head, and because you're a psychic. <laughs> Um, many, many, many years ago, I had varieties, maybe three or four psychics over time, not ones that I was engaging with for a consult, but just people that I came across that were psychics, that said to me, you're a teacher. And I just laughed at them going, what the hell am I going to be teaching about? Really funny. And then I did Dorian Virtue's um, angel training, angel intuitive training, I think it was 2009. And you had to do a, prep, a little bit of prep work for that. And I had this vision, and at that stage, I never got visions and pictures and like that sort of stuff is rare for me generally. But I got this vision of a box with specific coloured stripes, very specific, and I remembered the colours. And there we were at um, the Dorian Virtues training, and we got handed all these symbols, and there was the exact symbol that I saw in the exact same colours and it meant teacher. And I was just like, wow, there you go. I still didn't know what I was going to be teaching, but it was just, it, I thought that was really interesting that it, it was being shown to me well before I even knew that I was doing the work that I'm doing now. I just had to share that because it just dropped in. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Oh, I yeah. love that. That's yeah. so beautiful. And... You know, it's just a, such a great confirmation of we, we, we. Sometimes we think, you know, we. What are you talking about? We don't get it, and we don't get how those things can be possible. Mm. You know, um, I think that uh, you know, I agree with you 100%. Because if someone had told me I'd be doing this kind of work when I was in my teens, I'd go, "You're absolutely crazy." What? 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 I wouldn't get it. But yeah. we, I think, we come into and we come upon things when we're ready for that level of expansion. That's and right. so, you know what we're capable of and you're more than capable of educating people about you know intimacy issues on so many levels not just sexuality although obviously you're awesome at that but yeah. you know you encompass everything because the way yeah. i look at it you can't separate the physical and the feeling level and the spiritual and the and mental yeah. You can't, they're all, they're all connected. So Even though a lot of people try to compartmentalise it and go, it's not. It's just no. not, because it's not what sexual energy is about. And so yeah. it is mind-body spirit. It is all of that, the emotion and the feelings and, and things. So it's, it's the whole way of education and, and teaching people different ways of what they currently know and what they know is their reality now. Yeah. Do you want to know something really cute? Sure. Okay. Well, I was told, I know it sounds really funny. People probably thinking, how could you be so disorganized, Michelle? But the reality is, is that when I was planning to launch season two of Enlightened Conversations, I thought that I would be launching it in the second week of March because I thought we'd already had it. I don't know, for some reason, I thought we had a Wednesday um, on the 1st of March that was taken by season one. Anyway, so I, I had totally not planned anything on that week. And then when I was, like, booking your show, um, uh, planning to put dates in what, when's, when's Pauline's show um, going to be, you know, uh, aired and all that kind of stuff, um, I got, you know, we want, this is what I've been told, so this is quite cute, we want Pauline's show to launch season two on the 1st of March. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, I know how cute is that and then it's yeah. like you were telling me you were telling me about something's going on in March you've got a lot going on in March I'm thinking of course that's why they want it aired already like she's got of course you're you and of course that's why they want it as well yeah. but on another, on another level I feel like it's also about supporting you with your work and you know making sure you have 
your show available so people can learn more about you and how wonderful you are and everything that you're doing. So it's validating and supporting everything that you're going through. And yeah. it's very current. Like you're, you're going to do your show and you get like your sculpting show in March and you're, when's the mind body thing happening? Tell me when that's yeah. happening. Do you have that's dates on? Weekend before. I think it's like June 17th, 18th, 19th of March around that, that weekend. And then yeah. my my first comp the following weekend in Gladstone. So. Oh, fantastic. So, yes, so it'll be out there and available for people to be able to access because, yeah, it's obviously meant to be there for you to have as part of your story and resource and for people to be able to sure. hear more about you. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. that's divine directorship right up there. That's, that's, yeah. how, we, that's how we roll. <laughs> I love it. Totally love it. I think that's great. Thank you. Thank you for it. You're welcome. For having my back. I said thank you, Spirit, for having my back. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, that's something that I it's been a real learning thing for me to really, you know, trust in spirit and trust in that guidance and and direction. And I think you know, that really, for me, came about through some of the work that you're aware of that I've done, which probably don't really need to launch into now, but some of the, the journey that I've done has really opened me up to spirit and the quests and different things that I've done. So that in itself has, I guess, allowed me to really trust and surrender because, you know, a decade ago, I'd be like, trust, surrender, but it was coming from here, you know, the control and the headspace, and that's not what it's about, and I get that now. So it's really about really trusting and surrendering and, and getting that spirit is there to guide you if you're willing to be open and receptive to hear it. And it's a very yeah. different experience to what I was trying to, you know, make myself understand way back, you know, before I probably even started my journey of my personal work well, at the very early days at least. So um, it's just, yeah, someone who's just got to laugh really about how things unfold and unravel. And, you know, when I think about when I first started my coaching, you know, I, I get all the problems from the client and I go, right, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and this and that. And I'd have my list. And then I'd be like, oh, gee, that was a crappy session. Or, you know, like, Stuff is good, but in my perspective, was building myself up. And then I learned, okay, you can have these ideas about X, Y, and Z going to maybe help the session, but you've also got to be open to see what unravels. And that's the beauty, and that's what I've been able to very much develop as I've gotten on and got into this work over six years now. Is yeah, you've got your ideas of things that definitely need to be taught. Um, perhaps some things that need to be cleared or whatever for the client, but also being open to the session and what's unravelling. And so not going into the session going, right, we're going to do this and this. You know, like yesterday on a call with a, a guy on Skype, we just, he's really good at talking and he's really involved in a lot of levels. I said, we haven't got much time. What do you want to, what's your pressing point at the moment? And he said, creating agreements with my partner. Okay, so let's look at them and how does that work for you? And we hash that out and he's like, yeah, great, we're good. I didn't know that that's what we were going to do. So it's about really trusting and surrendering to the focus. And I guess that's what you do, but on a very different level. And in a different oh, totally. Oh, that's exactly what, that's exactly right. Like I had, we had, like every enlightened conversation that I have, like in, yes. in this environment is like that. And it's so different, like every single one. And I'm so shocked about it. It's like incredible. Like, I mean, yesterday I had one where, you know, there was incredible joy and it was just like, I think we're in tears at some point because it was the feel, this feeling of joy. We're talking about how to, how to earth joy and we're like, ah, and it was a crazy, amazing moment, you know, yeah. and, and, then, and, and then you have another show that's completely different and, and, and different energy altogether about some other topic. Oh, it blows my mind. And I just think when we create a space for the spirit to come through and to deliver the messages that need to be delivered for that person at that time and vice versa, we have that level of energy that we're sharing the space, which is very intimate, very intimate. And yeah. when we're doing that, I believe our best work is unplanned. Our best work is unscripted. Our best yeah. work is 
in the present moment and really embracing the messages that come through yeah. and the wisdom that we we knew we never we didn't even know we knew and that, and that will come through that's exactly right and, I, and i've created a new habit now too with my clients at the end of the session i go what's your biggest takeaway from the session what's your biggest learning what's your biggest takeaway so it validates everything that we've done in the session and it validates for them what what they've what they've actually done and achieved because we're so often don't validate ourselves or think we're not progressing and so I like I liken that like a little progressive sheet so that can see where they were at the beginning and where they've and how they've changed and grown and that was something that I very much pointed out to my client yesterday um, with his issues and different things how he really having so many more awarenesses and it's like, yeah, you're not going to be perfect yet. Hey, I'm not perfect. I can still do this and that. But you have the awarenesses come in quicker and then you can sit back and go, oh, okay, I didn't handle that very well or perhaps you could have been better to do that. And then you can go and sort it out, clear it up or whatever. It's like with my girlfriend, my, one of my best friends the other week, um, you know, having a barbecue and she said, oh, can you have some fruit or something? I said, no, I can't. I can't eat anything out of the world I've bought. Like, that's it. And then later on again, she said, oh, do you want a bit of mango? And I was a bit busy with her. I went, thank you. No, I can't have that. Please stop asking me. Just in a really quiet sort of control. Busy, but a little bit of a control. Like, stop bloody asking me. I can't have it. And then afterwards I went, oh, it's probably a little snitty. So I, I sent her a message to going, I love you, John. You know that. And just, you'd already asked me. I can't eat anything that you're offering me. And it just pushed a little bit of a button because I would love to have a piece of mango, but you know, it would take me over my macros and at this end of the point of game, I'm not doing that. So we all fall, we're, all of us aren't perfect, but it's just bringing those awarenesses in. And I guess that's what I like to do with, with the clients in, in the sessions, is get them to have their own awarenesses of what's changed and shifted for them. Yeah, I think I think for me too, Pauline, in, in, in uh, being present, it means that I'm allowing all aspects of myself to be shown. Yeah. And yes, my higher self and spirit holds space for those in a compassionate, yeah. loving space. But um, they're going to come out and they're going to let, the, let themselves be shown and be vulnerable and da, 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 whatever it is. So I think that's part of the whole thing is that we yeah. allow space for them to see that as perfect, even though they may appear as imperfect, but there's a, always always a beautiful message that comes through but I just I know that we're out of time and I know that we we have to finish on time for you and I I just want to end with this because I think yeah. this is really important you asked the question what of your clients what they get out of the session I'd like to share what I got out of this conversation okay, the biggest thing. and then I'd like I'd love to hear that from you too to end yeah. um, our conversation so sure. for me I think the biggest thing Pauline that came out of me today apart apart from the fact that I felt very safe sharing with you, um, is that I, I felt that the film Enlightened Sexuality was really activated by your presence today and by your question. And I feel, oh, a bit teary. I always get a bit teary at the end of these things when I'm feeling a bit moved. Um, so I, I just want to say thank you for that because You're I feel welcome. like, yeah, and I feel like that was really dropped in. Timing-wise, divine timing, obviously, um, and I'm excited to see how that journey unfolds as we go. So thank you for that, my dear. And I know you've got to go, so please share if you yeah. have an idea. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I've got a bit tuned in too. And I think for me, it's, um, you know, we know of each other, but we don't know each other really well. So I guess from my perspective, you know, having someone like you really validate me is really special. That means a lot to me, a great deal to me actually, to have that validation by people that I, I look to as, as being inspirational in their field. And, and that, that's really beautiful as well. And I, I just love the fact that it was just so fluid and, and there was no... We were like sisters, soul sisters, just having a chat. It wasn't like I'm trying to say something to make myself sound important and you weren't trying to say something to make yourself sound more important or whatever. It's just that soul sisters conversations from the soul and the heart and just allowing the spirit to just guide whatever came out. So I think that, that was really beautiful from my perspective as well. So thank you. It's been so much fun. 
And I can't um, wait for the movie, <laughs> or the documentary, which I've tracked. How exciting is that? I'm so excited. I'm doing the happy dance. I can't believe it. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, um, so we'll, have more, we'll be having another conversation down the track, maybe not on, on, uh, on video, though. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt, we will be. But, um, all right, beautiful, let you go with love and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for the beautiful work you're doing. Thank you. Bye.